The man in the overcoat looked familiar. It wasn't only the fact that he was wearing an overcoat in September that made him stand out. Even though at 8 o'clock in the morning, it was at least 70 degrees and would probably hit 80 by the time school let out. There were other things that made him almost recognizable as he rushed down the stairs ahead of Meg, grunting an apology as he moved past, almost knocking her aside. There was his voice, for one thing, low and hoarse, a voice Meg was sure she had heard before. And there was his height. He was tall, but almost too thin, with a pinched face and tight lips. And then there were his sunglasses and his baseball cap, which was knocked off when he flew through the front door, not ducking low enough, in which he jammed back on his head, pulling the bill low over his eyes as he glanced furtively from side to side before rushing on. And then there was the fact that he clutched something protectively under his left arm, a large, thick envelope. Meg, you'll be late for school! It was her mother's voice that brought Meg back to earth, and her older sister Ames flying past her and out the front door, making a laughing comment about her being lost in the ozone again. Then Josie, the youngest, was past her, lunch bag in hand, And when Biz came down the stairs, Meg tried to stop her. If anyone would be interested, it would be Biz. But Biz said, Gotta go! Which left Meg standing alone, still thinking about the man in the overcoat. Meg, did you hear me? Her mother's voice was close by. She had come out of the alcove next to the stairs that served as her office. Yes, Mom. Who was off to school now? and Meg was down the stairs and out the door before she could say another word about the man. She continued to think about the man in the overcoat all through history and English and math. She knew she had seen him before. It was like seeing someone in a place you didn't expect to see them. You always recognized the mailman when he was delivering mail, but when you saw him in the supermarket, in shorts and sandals and a Hawaiian shirt, he looked familiar, but you couldn't place him. Meg was sure this was something like that. There was something mysterious about him. Miss Sheridan, are you with us? It was Mrs. Gatley, the math teacher, who had apparently asked Meg to solve the problem on the blackboard. I'm sorry, Mrs. Gatley. The math teacher merely frowned and called on someone else. And then later, in French class, she saw the man on the sidewalk outside the school, hurrying along with his long coat open, still clutching his package under his left arm and wiping his brow with his right hand. He was looking to the left and right as he raced along. Serves you right for wearing a coat in this heat, Meg thought, and then she added, Who are you? After French came study period, which she shared with her sister Biz in the library, and since there was no mingling or talking aloud, Meg dropped a note in front of Biz's nose as she passed her, onto the open page of the book Biz was studying. The note read, Meet me at the carousel.